RTHK, the news at 11 with Ben Che, the top stories. Tributes are paid around the world as the former Pope Benedict XVI dies aged 95. President Xi Jinping says in his New Year message that Hong Kong is ready to thrive. And the Youth Affairs Minister says the government is striving to connect with young people. The former Pope Benedict XVI has died at the monastery in the Vatican, where he had lived since resigning nearly a decade ago. He was 95. His death was announced by the Vatican spokesman, Matteo Bruni. I am here with sad news this morning, that with sorrow, we inform you that the Pope Emeritus, Benedict XVI, passed away today, this morning, in the Mater Ecclesia Monastery in the Vatican. On Wednesday the 28th, in the afternoon, he had received the anointing of the sick in the monastery at the end of the Holy Mass. Born Joseph Ratzinger in Germany, Benedict was chosen to lead the Roman Catholic Church in 2005 after the death of John Paul II. Eight years later, he became the first pope in six centuries to step down, citing deteriorating strength. The German Chancellor Olaf Scholz has paid tribute to his compatriot, calling him a formative figure of the Roman Catholic Church. He described him as a controversial personality and a clever theologian. Italy's Prime Minister Giorgio Meloni held Benedict as a giant of faith and reason. The Archbishop of Westminster, Vincent Nichols, met the Pope a number of times. My memories centre most of all around his visit to the United Kingdom in 2011. I was, from the church point of view, his host, particularly when he was in London. And I think he came to England with that Benamedia reputation of being God's Rottweiler. But I think he left with a sense of him being everybody's favourite great-uncle. Celebrations have begun to mark the start of 2023. The small Pacific Island nations of Tonga, Samoa and Kiribati were first to greet the new year. They were followed by New Zealand, where thousands of revelers gathered in Auckland to watch the countdown projected onto the Sky Tower and a spectacular firework display over an illuminated harbour bridge. President Xi Jinping has extended a New Year's message to the nation and the world, saying that his visit to Hong Kong earlier this year had shown him that the SAR was ready to thrive again. In the speech carried by official broadcaster CCTV, Mr. Xi paid tribute to Jiang Jiamin, the former president who died this year, declared the Winter Olympics and Paralympics a resounding success, and hailed the latest developments in the nation's space program. He also called for perseverance and solidarity in the fight against COVID-19. Locally, the Home, of, the Home and Youth Affairs Secretary Alice Mack says the unveiling of the administration's first youth development blueprint this month shows it's sincere in communicating with young people. She dismissed suggestions that the paper didn't focus on reconciling with young people arrested over the 2019 social unrest, adding that the government is helping them find work. The minister says the initiatives are aimed at everyone aged between 12 and 39, and she hopes they can improve relations with the young. We have several measures, including introducing the youth dashboard, and we'll develop a mobile app to communicate with young people. And I think this is the first step that to show, and we have show our sincerity to communicate with young people. 
And I hope with the measures uh, actualized in the youth development blueprint, the connection and the relationship with the young people, between the young people and the government, will develop in a positive way. Thirteen people have been given jail terms of up to five years for rioting in Yaomate in 2019. Deputy District Judge Veronica Heung said the scene resembled a small battlefield with 250 petrol bombs thrown. She said she accepted that the defendants may not have played a leading role, but said the offence was premeditated and the court couldn't condone violence. And on to the weather forecast for tonight and tomorrow. Mainly cloudy, one or two light rain patches in the morning and at night. Rather cool in the morning with lows of around 14 degrees. Going sunny in the afternoon with around with temperature of around, being around 18 degrees. Currently 16 degrees Celsius, the relative humidity standing at 64%. RTHK, the time is coming up to 5 minutes past 11. The vice chairwoman of the Basic Law Committee, Maria Tam, says Beijing's interpretation of the national security law yesterday gives more power to Hong Kong. The NPC Standing Committee ruling means courts and the SCR need approval from the chief executive or the Committee for Safeguarding National Security to allow foreign lawyers to take part in national security cases here. Speaking on a radio program, Ms. Tam said Beijing had clarified that it's up to the administrative branch, not the judiciary, to formulate policies to protect national security. But she said judicial independence was intact. The Health Secretary Lo Chung Mao said the government is hoping to align vaccination requirements for all arrivals, but didn't give details. His comments come ahead of the expected resumption of quarantine-free travel with the mainland. Right now, people coming from the mainland don't have to be inoculated, but arrivals from other countries must be fully vaccinated. Professor Lo was asked whether the government would require mainland visitors to be vaccinated as well. Our principle is to align international travellers' requirement with the inbound travellers coming from the mainland. So we will be monitoring the situation and consider how we would uh, adjust the vaccination requirement for these inbound passengers. Uh, We agree in the past we have a discrepancy in this requirement for inbound travellers coming from uh, overseas as compared to the mainland. We will be adjusting this. Hong Kong shoppers have been getting to grips with new charging rules that are intended to further reduce the use of plastic bags. From today, people have to pay a levy of $1 instead of 50 cents for every bag. Customers will also no longer get free bags for frozen or chilled food items or for products wrapped in non-airtight packaging. But there will still be exemptions for takeaway items and unpackaged food. This shopper, Rohan, said he welcomed the changes. That's a good thing, I think. We should use less plastic. Or maybe if they can give us some paper bags or plastic or cotton bags, that would be better. I'd be happy to pay for that. The American news journalist and TV anchor Barbara Walters has died. She was 93. She was the first female co-presenter of a major network TV news program in the U.S. Her career spanned five decades. In 1999, her interview with Monica Lewinsky gained the biggest audience for a news program on a single network. Jeannie Wolfe got to know her as a fellow journalist.
We all wanted to be some form of Barbara Walters, and yet we have to know that she tread a much harder road than the rest of us. She smoothed the road for women as interviewers and as journalists. We have to remember how hard they made it for her. The male anchors did not like accepting her as a co-anchor. To sports, and the top-flight Saudi football club Al Nasir has what has announced it signed the Portuguese striker and national team captain Cristiano Ronaldo for two seasons. The club described the signing as history in the making. The BBC's Paul Serres has more. This is what's been said from Al Nasser, whose statement read, This is a signing that will not only inspire our club to achieve even greater success, but inspire our league, our nation and future generations, boys and girls, to be the best version of themselves. Football in Saudi Arabia truly becoming an inclusive sport would be welcome. And if Ronaldo's move there can help that become the case, then it's fair to say that he would be helping the game to grow whilst also making the biggest salary the game has ever seen. Saudi media reports say Ronaldo is likely to be paid over 200 million US dollars a year. Ronaldo's O-team Manchester United kicked off the day's Premier League action, beating Wolves 1-0 thanks to a late Marcus Rashford goal. Clubs are wearing black armbands and holding a minute's applause ahead of this weekend's matches as a mark of respect for Pele. The three-time World Cup winner died in hospital in Sao Paulo on Thursday. He was 82 years old. The Tottenham manager Antonio Conte expressed his sadness at Pele's death. We are talking about uh, uh, one of the the most important player in the world and we are talking about the, the story of, of football. I was lucky to to know him and uh, yeah, honestly and, uh, I'm, I'm really sad for, for this uh, yeah, for his death. Four games have just kicked off, including second place Manchester City hosting struggling Everton. Leaders Arsenal go to Brighton later. And before we go, a quick look at the weather again. Currently it's 16 degrees Celsius with the relative humidity standing at 64%. The news from RTHK.